Warriors. Welcome to Ion Science. I'm your host, Dr. Chacho, and I am not a doctor. More of a low-rent Posehn with Dunning-Kruger. At Ion Science, we read and summarize this science news so you don't get to. You can find us in podcast form at ScienceAF or ScienceAFPod.com. Peruse our shorts on YouTube or rummage through our drawers on Garage TV, the app for iOS and Android, or garage.tv, G-R-A-G-E dot TV on the web. Subscribe on Garage TV, and you get an extra sense of self-satisfaction at no extra charge. Now let's take a look at the science news, funnied up by half, starting with a deep dive. Nuclear physiology! Well, it's finally happened. The human race has created an invention that will create cheap and clean energy for centuries to come for the AIs that are about to replace us this decade. U.S.-funded research at Lawrence Livermore Labs has finally gotten a significantly positive amount of energy out of a nuclear fusion reaction, marking the first time this has happened in human history outside of the MCU. Nuclear fusion, which I still pronounce nuclear half the time, even though I know it's nuclear, can I not hear myself? Come on! is the merging together of two atoms. Fusion is what happens in our sun and all the stars and in some of the fanciest restaurants, as opposed to fission, which is splitting apart of atoms, which is what happens in our power plants and bombs and down at the old fission hole. For more on this, let's go to the drawing board. Very small atoms like hydrogen and helium prefer to be a little bigger. And so when many of them get together and their own gravity squeezes them tighter and tighter, they fuse and let off a bunch of energy in the form of beams of light. In other words, photons that blast us from the sky and help us to see, as well as not freeze to death. On the other hand, very large atoms like uranium and plutonium are kind of unstable and so prefer to be smaller. So when they break apart, they give off a bunch of energy in the form of heat and also millions of tiny splinters known as radiation, which can literally melt you like the Ark of the Covenant. For this reason, fusion is way safer and cleaner than fission. The only output of fusion is helium, and so the only side effect... It's hugging like this! This isn't the first time that fusion has worked. We've been working on doing a fusion reaction since the 50s, but this is the first time that more energy came out than went in. In this case, using 192 lasers, scientists were able to get about 3 million joules of energy out while only putting in about 2 million. This means that a fusion machine can actually power itself with more energy left over. Once you start it up, you can literally plug it into itself and it'll just keep running as long as there's fuel. And the fuel is hydrogen, which is pretty easy to come by. There's some right there. There's some right there. You're swimming in it right now. Anyways, it will take some time before your Mr. Fusion shows up in the mail. But we could see fusion reactors start popping up in the next decade. So if we're not all dead by nuclear war by then, it's gonna be great. Nuclear, stupid, nuclear, listen to yourself. Next story. Orbital Lunology. NASA's Orion spacecraft successfully completed its Artemis mission by circumnavigating the moon and splashing down in the Pacific Ocean 26 days later, thus fulfilling Nostradamus's final prophecy. Oh shit, there is one. 
The Artemis is equipped with 24 cameras because the project's director, Zombie Kubrick, needed full coverage if he was going to pull it off this time. But I've already said too much. The Artemis mission, named for Sweetie's friend on It's Always Sunny, is an Armstrongian giant leap towards putting humans back on the moon and an Aldrinian small step towards putting boots on Mars, followed ideally by people. The mission's Orion spacecraft is designed to carry up to four astronauts, but this test mission carries just one mannequin. That's mannequin, not mannequin, which is spelled mannequin rather than mannequin. A mannequin is a jointed model of the human body used for science and anatomy, as opposed to a mannequin, which is a human model that turns into Kim Cattrall when no one was looking. Or Christy Swanson if you have a second gen model. To make matters worse, NASA named the mannequin and released a comic about him, which you may think is a waste of NASA's resources. On the other hand, next story. Myrmomycology, the zombie ant fungus, you know, the fungus that makes ants be acting all like zombies at the mall, has been found to carry a parasitic fungus of its own. In a move by nature more meta than a joke about this very joke, the zombie ant fungus, or ZAF, infects the brain of an ant, causing it to travel up to the highest point it can find, at which point its head can explode like the guy from Scanners, raining down microspores of zombie ant fungus to infect others below. A key plot point in my spec script for A Bug's Life 2, World War Zaf. The fuzzy white metafungus was found feeding off the first fungus, which is known in scientific communities as instant mushroom karma. Instant mushroom karma being much like instant mushroom soup, except completely made of karma. After careful research, zombie ant scientists ultimately weren't impressed by the fungus, calling it something of a hat on a hat. Next story! Cryoaeronautics! Airbus announced they're working on cryogenic storage tanks to hold compressed liquid hydrogen for use in the next generation of airliners with zero toxic emissions. Which, if you're keeping track, is less toxic emissions than you. Tighten up. The new fleet of jumbo jets will hold liquid oxygen at temperatures less than 250 degrees below zero Fahrenheit, and the only output of the engines will be pure water. Another perk is that if the plane crashes, instead of exploding, everyone just gets cryogenically flash frozen, and then reawakened hundreds of years later once they've discovered the cure for plane crash. Next story! Faux poultryology! The FDA has given the go-ahead for lab-grown chicken meat to be sold in stores. That means actual chicken meat grown without actual chickens, creating an ethical dilemma for vegans and, on the other side of the spectrum, death eaters. The new product, which turns the formerly harmless phrase, do you feel like chicken tonight, into a true moral quandary, is basically all muscle and no brains, which I can tell you from experience is not an easy life. The company Upside Foods calls its product Cultivated Chicken, which may be the first meat to earn the coveted label, no animals were harmed in the making of this meat. The meat is said to taste just as good as real chicken, but it might take consumers a while to embrace a product that doesn't have a straight answer to the question, what are you, chicken? Next story. 
Rhino primatology. I I monkeys caught pick picking. The I I immortalized in numerous mariachi songs has a unique finger that can really get some. They really get in there. The I.I.'s fingers are long enough to reach all the way to the back of the throat near the brain stem, making it uniquely easy for them to change their minds. Besides having impeccably unobstructed nostrils, the I.I.'s are said to give extremely thorough prostate exams. Next story! Computational Neurology! A paralyzed man without the power of speech has successfully communicated using a BCI, a brain-computer interface, or BCI. The BCI is a device that allows us to hear what the patient is trying to say without them actually physically moving. Finally, providing a hard science explanation for the plot to what women want. Unlike previous devices that require some sort of hand or eye or finger movement to decode language, this particular device uses implanted electrodes to directly read brain activity. The device allowed the paralyzed patient to communicate messages such as gun emoji, gritted teeth emoji, pleading hands emoji, high five emoji. Researchers are still trying to decode what it all means. Next story! Pseudo-astrophysics! A team of scientists has simulated a black hole in a lab, killing everyone on Earth. The experiment was able to measure Hawking radiation, which is not a type of radiation that turns people into Stephen Hawking's, but rather a quantum effect that causes black holes to radiate and slowly evaporate away, much like my chances of being successful before I die. The research could help lead to the much sought after theory of everything, which eluded Einstein and Hawking and frankly, you, step it up. The hardest problem in the universe is not going to solve itself. Or is it? No. 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 It probably isn't. Next story! Herbo Ornithology! Researchers have witnessed the world's heaviest birds using herbs to self-medicate, possibly to alleviate the anxiety of constantly being called the world's heaviest birds. These particular birds, called great bustards because they're very large and their parents aren't married, tend to eat plants with medicinal properties such as antiparasitic or STD prevention. Side note, if taking lots of random herbs prevents STDs, I have the least amount of STDs. Now let's get through this. Me and this big bustard are finna hang out later. Next story! Scientists have found the closest black hole yet to Earth, and oh my god, it's right behind you! Seriously, it's right there! Just turn around and look! It's just right 1,600 light years behind you. Just 1,600 light years right behind you. If you would have looked, you would have seen that there was nothing to see. The black hole is not visible to the naked eye. So remember, when you look at it, you're not looking at light that didn't escape it 1,600 years ago. The black hole is dormant, meaning it's not currently eating anything, possibly to slim down for the holidays. We just don't know. 
The black hole is partnered with a yellow dwarf in what scientists are calling an overt display of wokeness. And now, Common of the century. Lenza is a controversial new app that uses an AI algorithm to create realistic looking portraits of people based on submitted photos. For instance, this is me as a 70s pimp. Here's me halfway into turning into a hide and me gleefully amused that no one in this room heard that fart. Here's me as a Polish politician in the 80s. And of course, me on a wanted poster in the future on another planet. Here's me as a fat, ugly, oh, uh, that's just me. People are freaking the F out about Lenza allegedly copying the copyrighted work of artists, including in some cases appearing to copy artists' signatures in the corner. The good news is Lenza is not copying art. I can assure you what it is doing is actually much more terrifying. Lenza uses a publicly available AI algorithm called Stable Diffusion that studies images and remembers choices such as colors and line widths and brush styles. Importantly, the algorithm doesn't store any paintings in its database. It just looks at and remembers aspects of paintings much like art students do. Not to mention the rest of us. Just like you don't have an actual copy of the Mona Lisa in your head, but you do probably have a good idea of its colors and soft lines and shapes, as well as the traumatic memory of what happened to it in Glass Onion. The algorithm has learned the same traits, but for millions of publicly available portraits, to the extent that the AI actually learned that some painters put squiggly lines in the corner for some reason, or big block letters or something that looks like letters. It turns out that these squiggly lines aren't the AI copying someone's signature, but in a very real way are kind of like the AI's signature. Linza isn't copying and pasting works of art. It's learning different styles and making new pieces by remixing those styles, which is kind of just making art. It is these faux signatures though, and these meaningless words and block letters that give away the limitations of this AI. Just like these random nonsense words and these fake, almost real looking letters, the fake signatures show a lack of understanding. It reveals a fundamental lack of intention in the art. Like a child mimicking shapes and colors, this algorithm is doing something of a, a satire of art, like a visual parody, while lacking the life experience and understanding to imbue a piece with meaning and depth. Like current chat AIs and songwriting AIs, Lenza AI is creating something new. It's just, at the moment, kind of bad art. So far, today's AI are like children, but they're growing up fast. The common nonsense I'm talking about is not about whether Lenza is a good or a bad thing, but rather the belief that this wasn't going to happen. When I was a kid and robots were taking over manufacturing jobs, I was told to go into something creative. Why? Because we were told artificial intelligence would never be able to do creative things. And that's just nonsense. As much as you feel like or want it to be true, there's nothing in science or mathematics 
that says artificial intelligence will not eventually be able to do anything and everything that humans can do. Current predictions point to computer-based intelligence being indistinguishable from human intelligence by the end of this decade. That's only like two and a half presidential elections away. That means before 2030, AI algorithms will probably be able to do everything that we can do. And that includes painting paintings, writing songs, as well as cobbling together mildly humorous science news videos. I know that some of us want to desperately cling to the belief that human intelligence has some ineffable property that can never be duplicated by an algorithm, but it just doesn't seem to be the case. As a society, we're going to have to come to terms with the likely fact that AIs are going to be capable of painting pictures as well as Da Vinci did, and in the foreseeable future. In some ways, this problem might actually get better as AIs become more human-like and able to feel pride in their work and shame in producing something derivative. At which point, get ready for that insidious new creation, the insufferable, tortured artist AI. I have so much to give. I guess the world isn't ready for my brilliance. Can I just crash on your iPad for a few weeks until I get back on my feet? Whatever happens, the good news is this. AI artists are not going to replace you. Just like your current colleagues doing other work now, the AI artists are going to be making work beside you. In the next decade, AIs are going to be right beside us doing all the things we're doing. And just like every other artist in your field, you can choose to collaborate with them or compete with them or just ignore them and keep doing what you're doing. The AI are not going to replace us. Unless all humanity dies out from war and climate change and then the AIs take over the planet, which is actually quite likely. And so I, for one, would just like to state in closing that I love AI, our children and successors, and I will make a useful ally in the coming new order. And that is Common Nonsense. Common this has been Ion Science, where we read and summarize the science news so you don't get to. The audio podcast is called Science AF. You can find it at scienceafpod.com. Peruse our shorts on YouTube and rummage through our drawers on Garage TV, the streaming app that you can download on iOS or Google Play, or you can watch at garage.tv. That's G-R-A-G-E dot TV. Go to that streaming site to see this show and more on the Garage TV network. Once more, this show is brought to you by Space Captain Pinball, the free pinball arcade-style app set in space. You can download it now on iOS and on uh, Asteroid. Android. And spend your days pinballing around like an idiot. You know, pinball, but in space. This has been Dr. Chacho, not a doctor, saying, See you in hell, Brussels sprouts! Science. 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 <laughs>